good, the bad, the ugly. Welcome to Sustain Nutrition's podcast, Chewing the Fat, where Joe and James will be discussing all things good, bad and ugly regarding training and nutrition. So pull up your pants, put your best foot forward and get ready for some serious oral pleasure. Without further ado, here are your hosts, Joe and James. Sustain Nutrition Chewing the Speaking to the fucking microphone, facts. <laughs> Podcast. Episode 52. Dr. Pepper. Sponsored by? Dr. Pepper, zero sugar, zero calories. Not to be sold separately. Joe, what is our subject today? The weekends. Dying in on the weekend, a trouble spot, a hot spot, a danger zone, a flashpoint. For everyone. <laughs> uh, <yeah>. Thank you. <laughs> I'm over myself. It's a brilliant jingle. I'm, I will not talk for the rest of the podcast. Your dream. <laughs> no, I'd, um, no, I would love that. You're right. Fuck off. Go right. Ahead. Weekends are usually terrible. You speak to people, you know, you speak to new clients and it'd be like, what is your current diet like? What's your current nutrition like? And it'd be like, it's really good. But <laughs> Monday to Friday, and then I'll go to shit over the weekend. Weekends are like this magical time where people think that they can't make any kind of sound nutrition choices, or you know, it's like being um, become Augustus Gloop in the chocolate factory. It's like the fact that your routine your routine changes slightly, and therefore this is a completely justifiable excuse that you can do nothing about. Yes, or just, you know, the, the lack of routine, which we're going to talk about. So we're probably going to digress and go all over the shop. No. But what we want to get across it is kind of, we'll give you some suggestions. We can't come up with all the answers because we don't know what your goddamn problem is personally. Um, so we're going to kind of give you the skills or kind of what we suggest to clients as to kind of how to deal with these situations, how to identify them and what to do about it. Yes. So first thing for me would be, if you struggle with a weekend, what are you struggling with? Or what is the cause of the struggle? So it's normally going to be meals out, eating at home, or alcohol. Mm. If you class meals out as any food outside of your house. In which case, I've covered pretty much every scenario anyone ever has. <laughs> I'd say, yeah. Common ones for me are people feeling uh, or having a lack of routine. So if you think, you know, you go through Monday to Friday, if you work in a conventional job, unlike us, so we have a sausage dog on your lap, um, you get up, you have your breakfast, or, you know, you go to work and you have your breakfast there. You have a lunch break where you have... Your lunch. Your lunch. You finish work, you come home, you have your dinner, and then you go to bed, and then you rinse and repeat. On a weekend, you wake up, and the day is your own. You drink to the day. <laughs> yeah, you start day drinking. Start drinking um, with a little vodka tomato juice. What's that called? Bloody Mary. Um, Get so your kids off. Shut up. So that is usually an issue. And then also for me, one when people feel um, that they deserve a treat or weekend should be a time for treats because 
I suppose it comes back to almost like a binge eating mentality of uh, eating, sorry, drinking mentality. Where you work hard Monday to Friday, on a weekend you want to let your hair down, uh, quote unquote, enjoy yourself. Yes. Whatever that means. People will then have a tendency to have no idea how much they actually need to enjoy themselves, and there's a belief that more is more, in that, you know, you buy a pack of donuts, but that's not enough, so you get a bit more. It's like when you shop, Two packs of donuts. When you shop hungry and you end up buying more crap than you could ever possibly eat, and you get halfway through it and you just, you keep going because it's there, rather than because... Because we don't quit! Really enjoying it, yeah. Perseverance is key, Joe James said, so I'm yeah. eat all this crap food. You only fail when you quit. Yeah. When you stop eating. Yeah, when you stop eating your own vomit. Disgusting. It's like something from Seven. Uh, the Fly, I was thinking more, but you won't see that because it's an old film. Out before 1990. Now you see Jurassic Park. <laughs> I think we've. Oh no, we've got Paw Network, it's alright. Yes, so, problems are lack of routine, feeling no need of a treat. What else you got? That's it, really. That's about it, those are your two main baddies, end of level baddies. So, we'll deal with the treat thing first. Now, I can wholeheartedly get behind this one I get it completely and it used to be a little treat you know back in the old Walker household back in the 60s when I was a kid <laughs> used to have Saturday Night Chocolate that was the only time we had chocolate used to have Saturday Night Chocolate watching casually rock and roll after dinner it wasn't the 60s was it was it more like Cold War time it wasn't the 60s <laughs> Blitz tuned into the wireless the, the, during the Blitz we had the lights off <laughs> the wireless on Dances of old tunes around the fire. Um, <laughs> Sounds shit. Shut up. <laughs> so the first thing would be like, I'm fine with people having treats. I think it's a good idea. I speak to one of my clients today who's, she's been, says she's been kind of like on the edge of having a binge for like the last week or so. We've tried a couple of different things. We've tried kind of up in her uh, carbs, up in her food portions, and then we've gone for um, moderating some of the kind of choices that she feels like she's going to binge on. So she feels she's going to binge on chocolate. Cool. Do you think we can moderate it? Well, let's have a couple of chocolate biscuits three times a week. Done. Probably added, you know, 250, 300 calories to her entire week, which is a tiny amount of food. But then we're saving her from going into this massive binge. Winner for me. Mm. So the first things would be, look at your weekend. And Joe kind of alluded to it earlier, is what do you feel you need to have or what's the kind of thing that you want to have? And what's the smallest amount you think you can get away with? Um, so I think I'll write in one of the emails, like saying, oh no, I'm talking about cheat meals today. Do you really need to eat a full pizza and a garlic bread? Or could you get away with having a couple of slices? Or half a pizza and a side salad? Or some vegetables? Or anything like that? Or do you have to have, you know, a large stuffed crust pepperoni pizza? Or could you get away with eating half... Um, a chicken and vegetable thin crust pizza which is going to save a massive amount of calories so look at what you really feel you need to have and the minimum amount that you think you can get away with while still enjoying it <clears throat> I think the key thing there is most people have never even tried this is it's really obvious and people have a belief that it won't work but they've never even put it into practice you know I think I could count on one hand the number of times I've actually eaten half a pizza and one of the you know the first time I did that was well into doing sustain so I thought Do you know what this might actually work I think that's where people need to. Because yeah, it's true. I mean, you things. always say the thing about like you know it's the first three bites or whatever. You know, maybe the first six slices, <laughs> but I could easily you know be kind of like you get. I can't. It's been a while since I've had pizza. Like I'm not saying years. 
excuse me, it's been a while, not been days. No, it's still been days. <laughs> but, um, you know, you might get to like three quarters of the pizza and you'd be like, I could stop now, but I'm going to push on. I'm going to finish this wheel. I've pretty much um, built my character on finishing a pizza, <laughs> so I don't want to let myself down or anything. And a garlic Build some trust in me. Yeah, don't want, to let, don't want to let my family down. But that's the kind of habitual eating that you do see really often and that people need to kind of challenge because... Ah. Keep going, we're recording. Because, you know, we, this the, what was I even saying? <laughs> Shut the thing up. People just get into habits of finishing meals, eating more than they need, you know, going out and having four glasses of wine. Whereas the reality is they could have two glasses of wine and two G&Ts or four G&Ts or two GNTs, you know, there's loads of different ways that you can save these calories that people have never even really tried and it's just the perception that it's going to be really bad, it's going to ruin the evening and people are going to judge you and there's all these different incorrect thought processes that people have around these foods and drinks and situations that just need challenging and then you can actually relearn these by doing something different and then assessing afterwards how it was. You know, we've never had anyone lose weight and say that wasn't worth it, I shouldn't have bothered, this was too hard. People always say it was worth the sacrifice, and that's where we need to get people, is to trying these things, even just challenging their assumptions to give it a go, and then you'll realise it's not as bad as you thought. Yes, I think a lot of times that people, we're back on the live video, hopefully, what was I going to say? People are um, kind of afraid of failure, so that also makes them not just afraid of, well yeah, afraid of kind of trying new things, like you said, you know. If you're dieting, then you need to expect to fuck up. You need to expect it to go wrong at some point because it's going to 100%. This is life. Yeah, you're going to make some kind of mistake, some kind of slip, something that is not going to work. And that is just when you grow, that's when you learn. So you might say, um, right, I'm, this weekend I'm going to drink one glass of wine. And you end up having a bottle. Now, yes, so you fail to, yeah, fail on your conflict. You fail to. <laughs> stick to what you set but maybe that's because you know the one glass of wine was totally unrealistic and you might get away with drinking a bottle of wine over a weekend you know it really just massively depends but you need to start somewhere and you know whatever approach you're taking right now is probably not working and that's why you're listening to our content because you're looking for you know kind of some kind of tips or some kind of way of losing weight what was the initial point just try it. You've got to try something. Just do something. So set some kind of limit. And whether that's too high or it's too low, just set it. And then you need to reassess. You know, the whole reason we've got our... Where have we got one here? Our wonderful Sustain Your Solution logbooks for our clients to work through is so they can look back and reflect on how they've performed over the week. So they can see where they're dropping points, what works well, what didn't work well, what they need to focus on moving forward, what they need to adjust. They can plan things. Because if you don't plan things, you're just going to kind of go blindly into the weekend like you probably have done every other weekend so far this year. And then be frustrated <laughs> when you get through to Monday going, that didn't go to plan again. Yeah, there's this like refusal to persevere, isn't there? With It's not working, so I'm going to give in. Or trying harder. Trying harder is not a thing. You know, you try hard every single weekend. You need to try smarter. Mm. What did I just say? People just lack the perseverance, so they... Will do, you know, two weeks really well, and then it won't quite go right, and they just are unwilling to embrace the failures often until they've forgotten about them. So it'll take them six months before 
you know, between their bouts of trying. And you see this a lot with Sustain where we get people coming back in those time frames. And actually, they'd be better served just persevering through it yeah. and accepting that you're not always going to do that well. And there's this belief, probably culturally and through the media, that you can turn around these things in 28 days or 60 days or 21 days is the other one for building a habit, isn't it? And actually, it doesn't fucking matter what the science says because what matters is how fast do you turn it around? I could count on one hand the number of people who've turned it around in seven days because I know people who've done tasters and have messaged in and said, like years later, I'm still thin. Mm. Brilliant, that's really cool. But it doesn't fucking matter to you because what matters is how fast have you done it? There was someone in the stay, one of the same pages of the day saying, work was full of biscuits and I felt so tempted and I really wanted to eat them. And I just thought, you've just not changed your mindset yet. And the bit, this is the big problem that I see often with people is that they know what to do, but they still have these beliefs around certain foods. And this can tie into weekends because it's people not challenging their beliefs around weekends or around these foods. That you have to binge on a weekend or you have to have glasses of wine to feel good or you have to have chocolate or you have to have a massive full English. And the truth is you probably don't. And if you do, then we need to find what else we can factor in. But there's that, that two-sided thing of yes, you can factor it in, but B, you probably don't need as much as you think, and that often people massively overdo the high-calorie stuff, and this is what hinders their progress. Yeah, it's the lack of connection to the kind of the enjoyment that people will get from these food choices or drink choices or you know behavioural choices, um, when it's linked to the kind of the, the feeling of disappointment or. Um, self-consciousness about their physiques or you know kind of unhappiness that their body's causing them like they can't see this link that these choices that you're making right now that you feel are going to make you happy so oh, I have to drink you know a bottle of wine on a Friday it makes me feel great but then you feel like shit seven days a week because you've got this excess body fat for years yeah yeah you, you know, you've got this going on so if you can look at the link and go these food choices that I think made me happy actually keep me miserable. They keep me feeling sad, feeling self-conscious, you know, um, unable to do the things that I want to do or to be the person that I want to be. These are stopping me becoming who I want to become. Then surely you can start to kind of turn, like Joe said, that mindset around that belief that these foods are adding to your life because they're not. And when we, you know, we've talked about it numerous times in the podcast is when you challenge these beliefs and you go, this weekend I have no wine. Did it, you know, massively impact, negatively impact my weekend? No, actually, I feel really, really proud of myself. I feel so much better for not drinking wine this weekend. It's been really, really positive. And I'm now, you know, making you know, headway in changing my physique and feeling better about that 24 hours a day. It's a huge thing, isn't it? Yeah, and it's, you just have to be, you have to get but to But it is a huge point. thing because, you know, weekends are... Obviously, like I say, it's like trouble areas for a lot of people. Yeah, and you've got to... Someone sent me a brilliant message earlier was something on the lines of, you know, I'm going out on Friday and I've got this on Saturday, I've got this on Sunday, and here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to have a glass of wine here, a G&T here, a glass of wine on the Sunday evening. I'm going to take my food here, I'm going to take these food for the snacks in the car, and I'm going to have this in the hotel. It was brilliant. It was only like four lines. It must have taken her four minutes to write, but that is, that almost separates success and failure for me, is that the person who's willing to take five minutes to go, right, what am I doing this weekend? Oh, well, so for me, what am I doing? I'm going out tonight, I'm going out on, Sunday, on Saturday. So then I'll be at my girlfriend's house one of those nights. So then I, I brought food for my Saturday morning. I've got some food in the fridge at work. I know there's things I can buy for Morrison's. And this is a lot easier for me because I've done it so many times. But it's still really easy on the sustained system because you need to have 
three proteins, two veg. Don't eat a load of shit on top of that. So you can go to, you know, as in Morrison's the other day, and they've got these two for five pound meals that me and you both have. Yeah. Loads of stuff there you can grab. There's loads of stuff you can just pull off the freezer. They've got the Mediterranean rices and the spice infusion rices and white fish and fish cakes and all these different delicious meals that you can just throw in the oven. You just have to be willing to find those solutions and to and to block out the you know the short term negatives. You know, sometimes we see people say, like this refusal to go hungry. You know, I had to eat or I had a bit of a craving. Yeah, what else could I do? So I have be hungry. So people have four satsumas as a snack, or you could have just waited an extra couple of hours and then eaten more when you got home. Mm. So I put in my blog yesterday. I opened up one of my Tupperwares and I had a Tupperware full of mixed veg. Which I was screwing about. Obviously, you ate all. Yeah, absolutely not. I'm like, I'm not eating this shit. So I had a bit of chicken, then I went home and had two. In the end, I ended up having two meals. <clears throat> so you just have to go hungry sometimes. You're not going to die. No. In fact, you're probably going to get a bit leaner for that small period of time. And you just need to grit your teeth sometimes. And I think that we're saying about mindsets and beliefs, and people rely on willpower and they say, oh, I feel really motivated, I just need more willpower. Well, actually you don't, because the problem is you're not going to have willpower all the time. It's a state of mind. So you need to change how you look at certain foods. However, there are going to be times when you really want to eat crap, and you do need to rely on a bit of willpower and a bit of strength of will to get you through those kind of sticky spots to make it a bit easier. I think, yeah, that... To be successful. Yeah, moves a little bit more on to the next thing is kind of the lack of planning or lack of structure that people have over the weekend. Like I said, it's easy to get up and have your breakfast and have your lunch prepped or know where you're going to get your lunch and you have a lunch hour and you know you're going to get these meals whereas people tend to go a bit more brunchy and then dinner and you know there's very kind of much more relaxed approach over a weekend and fluid timing yeah and that again can kind of lead to poor choices so we're not saying that you have to have all your meals lined up in like Tupperware containers but just have some kind of structure whether that is something as simple as what we kind of promote to stay and go this day, you know, Saturday and Sunday, I'm going to have three portions of vegetable. I'm going to have two portions, oh, sorry, three portions of protein and two yeah. portions of veg. Yikes. Um, and then, like I say, you know, we've already spoken about kind of, you know, like scheduling. I'm going to have, you know, 50 grams of dark chocolate or I'm going to have a fucking cream scone on a Sunday. Whatever it is, but just having some kind of idea of what you're going to have or, you know, if you're going on a big shopping trip, right, we're going to go into Leeds. For lunch, we're going to go to wherever because I know I can get this meal or I can tick these kind of boxes here. So just having some kind of structure so you don't end up going, oh, I was in Leeds and I was starving, so I end up going to McDonald's. And instead of going, oh, I'll get a chicken wrap or one of the other kind of lower calories, high protein things that they serve, I bought Big X, Mac. XYZ. Yeah, a Big Mac meal and a McChicken sandwich. Something as simple as getting a pot of yogurt or a pack of ham or you know a protein shake before you go out is a great way just to bump that protein it's relatively easy to get two two veg servings into a day and, and three protein when you do that the problem is if you don't and you go for the kind of the higher calorie snackies it's just learning from this and, the, and you know what level of preparation do you need to have and I, you know, I've said this bit a few times that even though you know I have no real time constraints I don't have a history of disordered eating. I've lots of practice. I've worked in the health and fitness industry. I've not got a family of my own to look after. I still really, really struggle. I'm like most people. If I wake up and there's not a plan, it's most likely to go to shit. And there's only so many times I need to learn that lesson. Do you need to do this endlessly? Do you need Every to... Every single weekend. Yeah. Do you need to keep messing up before it's going to work right? Or are you going to start doing something different? I guess the other thing to go to is that 
the idea behind um, abstaining and moderating. Mm. So some people are very good at moderating. James mentioned there about the 50 grams of dark chocolate and stuff. And other people, not so much. So, personally, I, um, I don't moderate alcohol. So if I go out, I'll drink a lot, but I won't drink very often. That's kind of how I manage it. So this weekend, I will be out drinking. I'm going to go out tonight, possibly tomorrow as well, to see a friend of mine. So how am I going to work around that? No, no, no. My other friend. My one other friend. Fenton. <laughs> Not much of a drinker. So I'm going to make sure that my meals are all on plan around that, and that I drink spirit mixes. So that's how I'm going to handle this particular incident as such. And if I do, you know, overdo my calories, then that's fine, because I know that it's kind of something that's worthwhile for me because it's a good friend of mine I've not seen in a while, so that's fine. But you just need to be aware, either way, that if you do kind of go off the deep end, you're gonna have to pay the piper some way or another, so you're gonna have to exercise more, or tighten up your food, or just accept that you're gonna gain weight for that weekend, or that week. And this is sometimes what you see, is like this disconnect between people's actions and their, their results. Yes, I think you know, being, reali- being sensible, being realistic is, is perfect. So, you know, like Joe said, if he's looking to lose weight and he's got two nights out or you know like he's had a couple of meals out and stuff like that then you need to be realistic and you need to accept that you should be happy if you maintain your weight this week you know that that yeah. should be a bonus thing you shouldn't be like oh, I'm really pissed off that I didn't lose weight like well you've had three meals out and you've been on the piss twice surely yeah surely maintaining your weight is a good thing so kind of moving on we touched on this we touched on this we did an entire podcast on this like eating out on a diet but again you know Weekends are times when people go out with their partners, with the families and stuff like that for meals out. Now, there's loads of different options for meals out. If you want them all, listen to the Eating Out on a Diet podcast. <laughs> That's always a good one. But then, like we said, if you're going to take an excess calories, whenever you eat out, it's pretty much always going to have some excess calories in. You know, you can make a good choice. Like, we'll get people who go on holiday and like, ah, the uh, omelette for breakfast. Fantastic, great. You've got some protein in there. you probably got some vegetables in there. But it's probably cooked in about... 300 calories worth of oil. You know, the, the chefs don't use non-stick pans, they just use lots of oil. <laughs> um, so there's lots of hidden fats. So you can, again, you can, you, know, you can look to limit the amount of calories you have by making smart choices. So, you know, kind of eliminating high fat sides or starters or desserts, etc. But then you can also, as we've touched on, like kind of tailoring your choices during the day. So if you want to keep your breakfast and your lunch high in protein, high in vegetables, you know, lower in carbs, lower in fats, you can kind of bank some calories for the meal going out. Now, obviously, you don't want to go hungry because then when you go out and you've got access to higher calorie food, you're more likely to overeat on it. So it's that kind of fine line of hitting your protein, staying full, but not hitting a lot of calories. And that's why lean protein and vegetables are number one. Should always make the bulk of whatever you're doing. Crocky. I know. Anything else? I don't think so. I think, you know, for me to kind of summarise would be have some kind of structure, so have some idea of what you're gonna eat, when you're gonna eat. If you wanna have treats, then make sure you set a sensible limit to them, and then you know you can review that, see how it went. Be realistic if you're going out on the sauce or for food, and if you want, tell your food choices around that as well. So your meals beforehand or after, you know, people get surprise meals. Your body doesn't just reset. Think about the kind of how your food fits in with your entire week. So if Oh, hello. If I went home and then my wife's like, right, we're having fish and chips, or she's got fish and chips, and I've not tailored my food choices today, I can then kind of look to go a little bit lighter tomorrow as well and add in a bit more exercise. Yes? Yes. Do you have any summaries? <clears throat> no, that's not anything for me. Just keep looking for solutions to problems. Always. Like, odds on, the weekend is going to be where you mess up. So you just need to learn the lessons. And so often this is where people won't log 
or they won't answer questions or they'll just say starting again today and it's just not effective realistic going to cut it you need to be willing to look at where you've struggled and to, to be willing to change those those mindsets around certain foods that, that I mentioned earlier yeah people are so keen to say I'm just going to draw a line under it and move forward and that's cool you know you don't have to dwell on things but you do have to learn from things or the exact same thing you know people are oh it's a new day today it's the exact same day if you don't change what you were doing because the same shit will keep on happening and happening and happening spanking the sausage yeah it's not about beating yourself up it's just about learning from past mistakes so there's, they're very different things there yeah yep yes self-reflection all that right thank you very much sorry the video was slightly broken we're lasting in it like share subscribe